Arise, arise, riders of Theoden. Fell deeds await, fire and slaughter. Spear shall be shaken, shield shall be splintered. A sword day, a red day, ere the sun rises. Ride now, ride now, ride to Gondor! Welcome back to the Red Dice Diaries RPG podcast. I'm your host, John, and today we're going to be talking about battle cries and what they can add to your D&D game. So the quote you heard before the music is a battle cry spoken by Theoden, King of Rohan, before the Battle of Pelennor Fields, from J.R.R. Tolkien's book, The Return of the King. The last couple of lines got changed in the Peter Jackson film adaption, but it's hard to deny that the speech really had an impact on both the film and the book. There's also Aragorn's speech at the Black Gate, which I don't think was in the books, but I could be wrong. And that went, Sons of Gondor, of Rohan, my brothers, I see in your eyes the same fear that would take the heart of me. A day may come when the courage of men fails, when we forsake our friends and break all bonds of fellowship, but it is not this day. An hour of wolves and shattered shields when the age of men comes crashing down. But it is not this day. This day we fight by all that you hold dear on this good earth. I bid you stand, men of the West. Again, very dramatic and adds a lot to the film. So what purpose do battle cries have? Well, they're normally used when a force is facing overwhelming odds or when they're defending or attempting to take an area or objective that is particularly important to them. It's an attempt to rally the spirits of the soldiers, so they might overcome any fear or doubt. It also riles and jeez them up in preparation for the battle ahead, exalting them to fight their hardest and give 100% of their effort. So you might be saying, well, what are the potential benefits for using a battle cry in your D&D game? Well, often we don't have massive armies clashing in your typical game of D&D. However, player characters and their hirelings often find themselves with their backs against the wall or facing great odds and perils, at least certainly in the older versions of the game that I tend to run. If you're using morale rules for the hirelings and a particularly heroic speech is given, as a GM, I wouldn't be adverse to giving the hirelings a temporary bonus to morale brought on by the speech. Granted, it's not strictly in the rules, but it seems appropriate to me, so I'd be happy with that. It's also a much-used trope that heroic warriors Paladins and characters of a more martial bent lead soldiers into battle, as Aragorn and Theoden did in The Lord of the Rings. Giving a heroic speech or a rousing battle cry is a great way of cementing the idea of a character as a charismatic leader of a group or an army. Also, to be honest, it just sounds cool to have a rousing speech and people cheering as the force charges into battle, rather than the silence, rules discussion, tactics, etc. that can sometimes precede larger combats. It's easier to keep things flowing and dramatic if people are already riled up and they're already thinking about it in character, rather than going cold from discussion of rules and tactics and troop placements into trying to roleplay out the sort of heroics and the villainy of a great battle. It also adds an extra layer of history and depth to the campaign world. After all, when people look back on a battle, they're more likely to remember a heroic speech given by a beleaguered leader than exactly how many one-hit dice goblins and warriors were slain. So, how do you use a heroic battle speech in D&D? Well, first of all, let me preface this by saying I'm no professional public speaker, but here are a couple of things that I think you should keep in mind. One, don't make it too long. A battle cry should be short and to the point. Even Aragorn's speech from the Peter Jackson Lord of the Rings film is only a few sentences long, and most of them are pretty short. 
when people are ready for a battle in a D&D game, no one wants to wait 10 minutes listening to someone deliver a long soliloquy. Keep it short and punchy to enhance the encounter rather than distract from it. Also, deliver it with passion. Now, I'm not saying that everyone has to be like an amazing public speaker. I'm certainly not, as you've heard by my sort of quotes and stuff at the start. But you can at least try, as I did, to put a bit of energy, a little bit of passion behind your voice. I'm not suggesting you leap to your feet, you start waving a faux sword around. Unless you've checked and that's appropriate for your group and the space you're gaming in, in which case, go for it. But you're trying to rouse the spirit of the people. Gesture with your hands, deliver your speech in a forceful, loud voice. Even if you're not the greatest speaker in the world, just putting that little bit of extra oomph behind your words can really help sell that concept to your fellow players and to the GM who is listening. So, in my opinion, there are a few main components of a good battle speech. And this is, one, a call to arms that identifies the people taking part and possibly the enemy. Two, stating the goal of the battle. And three, a final rallying cry to put fire in the blood of your troops. So let's come up with an example of this. Let's say that the free people of the Westlands farming village are surrounded by a huge orc horde. Their leader is a retired soldier, the only one with any real combat experience, but he's long past his prime. He's gathered a ragtag force of farmers and craftsmen, armed with improvised weapons, plowshares and stuff like that, and now they stand ready for, potentially, their final battle against this encroaching orc menace. In this sample scenario, we might choose our three points as follows. Identifying the people, so it's the free people of the Westlands, Two, stating the goal of the battle, protecting their villages and homelands. And three, a rallying cry. Even if they lose there today, every second they delay the Orc Horde might give other lands and other villages time to prepare. So if I was going to put this together, I might put it together like this. Free people of the Westlands, many might say you are not warriors, and they might be right, but every man, woman, and child who holds a weapon in defense of their homes today is a hero. The orcs believe that you are simple farmers who will scatter before them, but they do not know the strength of your people and how deep your roots are set in this ancestral land. But today is the day when they will learn the courage of simple people fighting for what is right. And should we die here today, know that for every hour, minute or second we delay the enemy, more villagers will have a chance to prepare. Though our names might not be known, when people look back at this day, they will say that the people of the Westlands fought bravely and they were the best of men. Lift your weapons and hearts and let us show the orc the strength that lies within these lands. Let them know fear. So there we go. That's just a quick sample speech. It's not the best thing in the world, but I threw that together in like a minute or two just sort of going through that checklist and I think it encompasses all of the major points now obviously I could go over that you know I could polish it up a bit more but it gets across the main points it hopefully stirs people up and gets them ready for the fight and it's something you can do in a couple of minutes while the GM's describing the setup and the orcs gathering around this village rather than something you have to go away for a couple of hours and sort of agonize over the main point is the delivery. Deliver it with passion. And if you make a few small mistakes during it, it doesn't matter. The main thing is to provide a dramatic entrance ramp 
to the combat or the battle that is about to occur. And as well as sort of inspiring, you know, the hirelings, the henchmen, your troops, it's also to inspire your fellow players as well. Get them G'd up. You know, they hear this rousing speech. They know it's going to be a brutal fight to the death. But you've said, you know, every second we hold out, we're potentially saving other people and we're going to be remembered as heroes. Now, I don't know about to you, but that would really get me ready for that combat. It would help get me in that in-character mindset straight away. And I would be able to just hit the ground running and go straight into whatever climactic battle the GM had for us. So there's a few suggestions as to why you might want to and how you can use battle cries and heroic speeches in your D&D game. Hope you've enjoyed the episode. If you'd like to get in touch, tell us what your favourite battle cries and heroic speeches were in either games or fiction. We'd love to hear that. Or maybe you just want to chat about some other RPG stuff. That is also great. If you want to get in touch, you can leave us a voicemail using SpeakPipe or Anchor. Also, you can send an email to rddrpgpodcast at gmail.com. Until we see you again, take care, stay safe, and whatever you're playing, have fun. And remember, ride for ruin and for Gondor!